Welcome everyone to the Elevated Producer Podcast, where we take a deep dive every week into how mortgage originators can elevate all aspects of their lives. If this resonates with you, then this podcast is a must listen. We believe education is the key to originator freedom. We'll share productivity tips and tricks from our personal experience, from what we've learned from others, from books, from media, and anywhere we find inspiration to elevate ourselves and you. I'm your host, Chad Ogburn. I've spent 14 years as an originator before pivoting into a training role in our industry five years ago. My co-host, Cheryl Bromschwager, is a vice president, producing branch manager, certified mortgage planning specialist, and proven mortgage coach with Nova Home Loans. Are you ready, set, let's elevate. Hey, Cheryl. Good morning, Chad. How are you? I'm good. I'm super excited for today. We have our very first guest on the podcast. Yes, everyone. We have today the one and only, the Gavin Higashi. He is a sales rep with First American Title. Welcome, Gavin. Hey, thank you so much for having me. I'm honored to be the first first one to be interviewed. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm thrilled that you're here and you know, you're also kind of the guinea pig. So I picked you because, you know, number one, you're amazing at what you do. I've known you for a long time and I've really enjoyed getting to know you, but I also know that you won't be judgy. So as our first guest, I'm super happy about that. (laughs) Never judgy. That's what what we like about you. So go ahead and just for the audience who's not familiar with you, tell us a little bit about yourself and maybe about First American. Sure. Um, so my name is Gavin Higashi. I'm a Colorado native. I've been in the title industry for about 20 years. I got into the industry through real estate. I actually got my real estate license when I was 18. Um, did that for two years while I was getting my degree at CU Denver. Uh, got on, signed on with a title company at 20 and I've just stayed in it ever since. Um, I've worked on the back end of, of the industry, uh, supporting sales teams, supporting uh, administrative teams, and then um, got into sales. And I've been in sales for about just over 10 years. I really enjoy it and wish I would have started selling earlier, actually. (laughs) Well, you definitely are the king of relationships. And that's kind of going to be our topic today, again, which is why I thought of you immediately, is the whole point of our podcast is how we can elevate what we do every day. And we've talked about elevating our language and elevating our fun in the workplace and elevating our ability to get information from people by like asking the right questions. And this one talking about elevating your relationships, I think is your wheelhouse all day long. I feel like you're the king of that. That's very sweet. I don't know if I'm the king of anything, but I'm very, I'm very grateful that, I have a lot of people that put up with me every day and, and are willing to listen to what I have to say every now and again. Um, so I don't know if that makes me the king of anything, but uh, I do, I, I value relationships more than anything. And I think that's one thing that's separated me from, from my competition and really separated me in a lot of the relationships that I build is just really focusing on, um, focusing, focusing on relationships and people. So, Gavin, is that is that something that's just kind of always been in your your personality, or is it something you had to work at when you got into the the sales industry, the sales side of things? Or I think it's always been something that's been in my personality. I 
feel like I was brought up that way. So my parents were the type, they're both from Hawaii and hospitality is so important to them. And they would always have family over and friends over. Uh, we, uh, one thing that I think is unique is that they're still really close friends with all the parents of my friends that I grew up with. They just constantly are focused on making sure that they're thinking about people that, you know, they may have had overlap in activities or overlap in, in commonality many years ago, but they still just stick with those people and, and are always thinking about them. Um, so I think they've instilled that in me for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I love that. And the hospitality thing is important for me too. We did a podcast on that, the difference between customer service and hospitality and taking that again, kind of to the next level, which is the whole point of how do we elevate ourselves to be better and do better. So tell me a little bit about how you do the relationships, right? Because that's what you're saying is kind of the key. You really care about people and the relationship that you have with them, which is, I think, what leads to your, the success in your business. Tell us a little bit about that. I find that the, like the most energy that I get from my job and, and kind of from really just from my life is really those relationships. If those are, you know, direct personal relationships with my friends or direct relationships with my clients, I feed off that. Like I feed off of kind of building that and, and getting to know someone better and, and taking it to the next level and, and just adding layers um, over time with each individual person. So uh, I, I think that you kind of just get a feel for the people that you know you want to be around and, and spend time with, and you just, you just spend time with them. And it's for no other reason other than that. Business comes from that, but that's not the, that's not the, end, that's not the end goal. The end goal is, is really just getting to know people and seeing if you really want to invest your time um, to build that with that person, if that makes some sense. Yeah, totally. So, guys, for you guys out there listening, I think there was two huge takeaways right there. And one of them was, and I think if you're in sales, odds are you're going to resonate with that statement of um, you really get energized off of interacting with people and having that that interaction with them in that relationship. I think all of us, I think it's just human nature. That's just the way we're built. I mean, we survived as a species because we could come together in groups. And so I think that's why that energizes us. And as we talked about this in the past too, man, every time we hear someone who's very successful in their career, it comes down to the same thing. I want to have fun and enjoy the people that I interact with and work with. I think that that allows us to be picky, too, uh, when we are determining who we want to associate with, right? They, they say that your circle of people, right, the five people that you spend the most time with really creates who you are. And my philosophy is I'd rather build a longer table than a taller fence. So the more people that I can surround myself with that lift me up, that bring sunshine, that bring joy to my life, those are the people that I want to do business with. Yeah. My philosophy is I want to do business with people that I know, that know me, or that know of me, right? I am not one to buy leads and, you know, just talk to just random people that call. I want to have the connection of I want to help you. And the, the people that I want to help the most are the people that I know. So going deep with them, doing events and things like that has been, you know, really valuable for me. What do you think that you like best about what you do, Gavin? So um, just on the, like the specific on the title side, it's problem solving, 
just being able to kind of deal with the day to day. But I also think that that's what helps me with my relationships is I think the majority of, of the real estate agents and lenders that choose to use uh, me and First American Title know that I'm focused on their transactions and I know how a poor transaction or a poor experience on our end um, can affect their relationship with their end, their end customer, the, you know, the buyer, seller, borrower. Um, so I just really try to focus on solving problems on our side internally because I feel like that's the only thing I can be really good at that ultimately shows that I value what those individuals are doing for me. I mean, um, as loan officers, you guys are going out there every day trying to meet people, trying to get business, trying to convert deals. Uh, that's hard work. And I don't want to take that for granted on my end by saying, oh, well, you guys did all that work on the front end. Um, I'm going to make it that much harder for you on, on the title side and the back end and potentially lose that relationship or referral source for you. So I'm really focused on that. And I really do like that part of my job is making sure that we're trying to provide the best possible service, but ultimately that ends up being a good building block for you and your, in your relationships with your customer. So I just try to be really aware of it, of it not being about my direct relationship with the LO, but really the direct relationship with um, the LO's relationship with the client, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's funny. I, I just watched, for those of you out there, if you're Zig Ziglar fans, I don't know if it's on Netflix or if it's on uh, Amazon Prime, but in any case, there's a, a documentary about Zig Ziglar. And one of his famous saying was, you will get, I forget exactly how it goes. It's basically like you can, you will get everything you want in life by helping other people get what they want. And that's pretty much, I think, what you just kind of described. Even... You said that perfectly. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, building building one another and helping each other, I think, is the key to solid, continuous, consistent business, which is what we all want, right? We all want consistency in our industry, and we know that that has been the elusive thing for as many years, at least, as I've been in it. Uh, it just is such a roller coaster that I feel like if we do a mind shift instead of trying to get every single customer out there, let's just do business with people that we know and that we like. Because number one, it's gonna be so much more satisfying and the chances of us having a good time are a lot greater. And one key to that though, is being patient in that relationship. Mm -hmm. If you go into a relationship right off the bat saying, hey, um, I'm gonna start working with this, this person because I know I can get 10 deals a month out of them right off the bat, that's, to me, not the right, the, the right setup. It's I'm going to go into this relationship, get to know this person and we're going to build a partnership and that person's going to advocate for me and I'll just be patient and, and watch that kind of grow into that. Um, so maybe I'll get 10 deals over 10 years. I mean, I don't know. Um, and maybe that's not the best math. However, I just let those relationships kind of do their thing and uh, just kind of wait for the fruit of it down the road. See, that is so crucial. There's so many times yeah. people are out there, and, and I was in this boat at times, you know, you're, you're really looking for a deal and you come across a real estate agent, you do a good job for them. It, it's, 
I, I can't help but to think of the analogy around dating. You know, you, you date someone for the first time, you're not going to go on one date and then start moving your stuff into their apartment, you know, or their house. It's, it just well, doesn't let's hope work not. out. Yeah, yeah, goodness, <laughs> let's hope not. I mean, on so many levels. But, <laughs> but I mean. Wait, you're not supposed to do that? <laughs> man, you're so good on the business side, Gavin. No. <laughs> um, but I mean, I think that really, that, that, really hits home is that we we sometimes in sales think that when we're the one trying to get sales that we really okay we did a really good job for this person they should be sending us all this business we should really you're almost like that that guy or gal that just comes on way too strong in in a dating aspect for those of you i mean i've been married quite a while so for those of you that think back to those days that's kind of what you are when you do that so i like the idea of of slow rolling it and letting it develop naturally. That doesn't mean you 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 sit back, you don't make your phone calls, you don't do what you're supposed to do, but it doesn't mean, it means you don't rush it. You don't try to force it. Agreed. And it, it's not always going to be a fit and that's okay. You can't control if it's a fit or not long-term, short-term at all. You can only control it like back to Cheryl's point of being consistent with your activities. So if I'm consistently trying to get in front of people and feeling out certain relationships, those will fall into place. Like it just naturally just rolls into place because it's their fit. Right. Which is leads us to our next question or my next question for you is how you determine, right? If people are a fit. So is there a test? Is there a measurement? Is there a time frame? H how do you decide, oh, I need to stop chasing this gal, this guy. They're just not sending me any business, right? Whether it be a loan officer, whether it be a realtor, like what's your deciding factor on that? Do you have one or do you just kind of stop trying so hard or what does that look like? Um, my deciding factor is, is, again, coming to that fit piece, right? So if I'm if I'm spending time and putting energy into a relationship, um, I don't expect anything back in that relationship at all. Uh, but if I don't see any kind of reciprocation as far as if that's just time or business or um, energy coming from them, I, I slowly, naturally, I think I just kind of pull away and then I'm on to the next one, right? Like, not like a, like a cycle. I'm just looking for the people that know I'm going to fit well with. Uh, and I'm okay if it's not right. So I can feel it. Like I can feel certain, certain relationships where it's not going to be, it's not going to be a good fit for me. I can feel that I'm not getting the same, uh, connection back. So then I'll just kind of go to the next. See, that's crucial. I, I think so again, so many times guys, if you're out there young in your career or trying to do a reset or just trying to add more people, um, is letting is letting that go. You know, I always like to say that when, you know, there are times that when you let go of stuff, you know, God or whatever you believe in is, is getting you prepared for a whole heck of a lot more uh, to bring into your life. Well, you're clearing the space to allow things that do serve you, that do fill you up, that do give you that positive outlook on getting up every day, right? Because some of the words that I hate using in our industry are the grind, right? The day-to-day, I want to say I get to come to work today and I get to help a family. I get to help a family move into their home. I get to help a family save some money. A guy told me one time that I saved his bacon, which I thought was so cute, right? And But it was his expression of saying thank you to me for 
saving money every month in order for them to be able to have the lifestyle that they wanted. And that's why I do what I do. So to call it a grind, I think just mentally sets me up for failure. So Gavin, you have a, something called positive insights and life notes. I would love to know more about that and kind of how that whole video recording came about for you. Um, yeah, so I've done about, I think 87 of the interviews and really the reason I did it was to try and find ways to add positivity into my life consistently as much as possible. And, and kind of a selfish way of doing that is, is really learning and, and asking the questions of, of the same questions of other people and, and gaining insight from them. So I just tried to get around people that I feel are positive influences on my life or positive influences in our industry and really just trying to kind of listen to what their story is and how did they get to where they're at um, mentally, not so much success wise and uh, dollar wise or uh, cars and houses. I'm more looking at the mindset of what are you doing every day to, to drive yourself um, to keep you, keep you motivated? Like what gives you positivity? So um, it's, it's something that's helped me quite a bit. Well, I love it. Any of you want to go check that out on his Facebook page? Uh, I think you're going to start doing some new recordings, but you've got at least 80, I think, on there already that are 20 minutes of your interviews with people that bring positive positivity to their job, to their world, and to your world as well. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, guys. and it helps me. Go ahead. Sorry, man. I apologize. No, go ahead, man. Well, just thank you. It helps me introduce, you know, other people that you know they don't normally get to see. So if I'm out if I'm out meeting people every day. There's certain people that you just you just feel their energy and you're like other people need to know these people right so you want to you want to just kind of get them out there and um, again selfishly it helps benefit me so much uh, keeps me on track makes me realize um, the little things that I can adjust and do differently to 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 make myself better. Yeah, it's funny you keep saying selfishly because I and I get where you're coming from, but I think it's I think that's the thing, guys. We need to remember too is that when we're doing something kind of for ourselves because we want to learn or we want to make ourselves better, I guarantee you there's a gazillion people out there that are looking for the same thing. So you know, I get where you're saying selfishly, and, and but I think it's awesome that you're doing it because I think you're helping a lot more people than you realize. Yeah, I I would agree with that 100%. Gavin is. Uh, very self-depreciating, and I think that while that works for him, uh, he also needs to know that he does make a huge difference in the positive insight and the positive lives of others. So thank you for being you, Gavin. I appreciate that. I think the key is, one of the biggest keys of my success is really just focusing on everybody else. And, you know, Cheryl, you've done phenomenal at that, and I just feel like if you focus on other people, Everything just, I don't know, it just kind of naturally happens. Which we love that, but we have to have the patience for it. And we have to understand, I believe that being intentional versus being on accident is the key to my success, is that I am intentional in my actions, my behaviors, who I hang out with, who I surround myself with, and what I do. And I feel like that's why I get business versus just on accident where I'm just random, hello, and hope that people send business to me. You know, even though it takes time and even though I'm building a relationship, 
the intention is there on that activity or on that follow-up for me to make sure that we can in fact have a good mutually beneficial relationship with that referring partner, with that friend, with that client, with that customer. That is so key right there because what's going to happen guys, you're going to wake up kind of like Cheryl and Gavin, you're going to wake up down the road and then like your job and have fun with your job. And Monday mornings are going to be exciting and not the bleh. That's really what doing this and in good relationships, you guys know, you guys all have good friends out there. You guys have all probably dated and things of that nature. They don't happen overnight. They happen with time. And, but those are the ones that mean the most to you long-term. Cool. Absolutely. Well, anything else guys we want to get out there before we wrap this up? It's a fast 20 minutes. <laughs> It was really fast. Well, I'll just say thank you again uh, to Gavin uh, for joining us today and giving us kind of the insight. I mean, title sales, real estate sales, loan sales, we're all in that same environment in which, number one, we, we stay because we love it, right? It's like that adrenaline that keeps us going. Gavin, I didn't realize that you were a realtor in your young life, so you can't get out. It's like the Hotel California. <laughs> just keep bringing you back. <laughs> that's awesome well i really appreciate you guys having me on hopefully i was able to give a little bit of insight but truthfully you're you kind of hit on the head you just got to be really grateful that we're in the jobs we're in and we have the opportunities that we have to to wake up and really just go and meet people and and that's nothing to com really complain about i feel like absolutely i think that is uh Man, that's the perfect way to end it. Gavin, thank you so much for coming on. Really enjoyed that. Like I said, it went too fast. We might have to bring you back here one of these days. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Remember, grab two or three of these takeaways and act on them this week because you can't elevate without effort. See you guys.